0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 51,871 people up to this point right now have stopped and engaged, meaning they've either quote tweeted me, retweeted me, responded to somebody else who tweeted above. And we're going to talk about this, dude. 14,000 people have expanded the details of this tweet. So meaning they read all the comments. Then they also went to my profile. 7,000 profile visits. People were trying to figure out who is this guy tweeting this junk? Like who tweeted this?
1: On the field,
2: in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. One of a kind opinions, big name guests, the teams you care about every, every, every day. It's the Ron Johnson Show, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota. And it starts now.
0: Welcome to the Ron Johnson Show. It's a special one. It's my birthday today. I got my boy Spice Adams joining me later to discuss the NIL situation with Nick Saban, Deion Sanders, and Jimbo Fisher. He has some great advice. <laughs> he has some great advice. He texts me this too. He has some great advice for Nick Saban. Nick Saban's in hot water. He has great advice for Nick Saban of how to get out of this situation. Not sure it's going to work, but he does have some good advice. We're going to talk twins, of course, because they're still on that tear. They were able to sweep the Royals. We're going to talk a little bit of basketball because, I mean, it's the NBA Finals. is coming up soon. And I think the two teams I picked are going to be there. I don't think I've ever gotten it right, but this might be the year I finally get it right. But who knows? This Boston-Miami Heat might throw me off a little bit. But... Up first, before I bring, uh, or sorry, while I bring Sam Extra in, my producer, we have to talk about something that was crazy this past, like, two or three days, and Sam, as we jump into this, man, and we talked about this, and I, it calmed down today, thank God, I think it's finally calming down, it's, uh, it's gonna pass, this too shall pass. Your poor um,
1: mentions, by the way, you must have been getting blown up.
0: Yeah, I had to, I literally muted it, so I'm looking at this now, so, eight million, Impressions. It doesn't give me the exact. So it's 8 million. Could be close to nine already, but 8 million impressions. So meaning 8 million people looked at the tweet. They didn't interact with it. They just looked at it and then scrolled by it because you have to stop to actually get that impression. So they stopped, looked at it, read it, moved on. 8 million people. 51,871 people up to this point right now have stopped and engage meaning they've either quote tweeted me retweeted me responded to somebody else who tweeted above and we're gonna talk about this dude Fourteen thousand people have expanded the details of this tweet so meaning they read all the comments then they also went to my profile seven thousand profile visits people were trying to figure out who is this guy tweeting this junk like who tweeted this and then i only got a couple new followers not a lot a couple here's the tweet It's all over a tweet. The tweet says, can you name 10 NFL quarterbacks you'd rather have over current quarterback for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins? I said, I don't think you honestly can. And this is why. When you look at the top 10 list, so like Brandon Molesky, for instance, friend of the show, he said, Mahomes, Allen, Rogers, Brady, Wilson, Dak, Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, Stafford, Kyler. I don't agree with Kyler. I don't agree with Dak. And even Russell Wilson to this point, and people are like, oh, Russell Wilson and Kirk because are in the same draft class. Yeah, but Kirk didn't have to play for like three or four years, whereas Russell played from the start. He's been injured. Like your body takes a toll on you if, you if you play right away. I mean, you're getting beat up where Kirk got to sit back for a little bit and relax and watch RG3 come in sparingly when RG3 gets hurt and then eventually becomes a starter. You go to another list, similar: Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Rogers, Brady. But this is the one, and and I I don't know if I have it exactly, but Shannon Sharp. I don't know what I did to Shannon Sharp. I didn't do anything to him. Shannon, I, I love Shannon. He's a great guy. But Shannon Sharp came off the top rope, and he like his biggest thought process in this one was just like I don't know if he doesn't like Kirk Cousins or he just really because i mean a lot of people have a stigma about kirk and let's 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 be honest shannon sharp won super bowls he played with one of the best quarterbacks in nfl history in john elway so his uh what what should we call it his uh thought process of what a a quarterback should be probably isn't what a lot of other people think meaning he's seen elite but he's also won with the Ravens with a quarterback who threw the ball sparingly and they ran the ball. Uh, it was about defense, not turning the ball over. And so Shannon Sharp, you know, it started off crazy anyway, because of course people just, it's Kirk cousins. You, you tweet Kirk cousins, like throwing uh, uh frozen French fries into 500 degree uh, oil. And so people are talking about, so here's Shannon Sharp's quote tweet. Brady, burrow rogers herbert mahomes stafford i can get with them on that allen i probably can see josh allen i I can see that because he is elite he does run he does make some ridiculous throws watson we haven't seen for a year so i'm concerned about that one uh when you take that much time off from football i don't really know you know what you're going to get what's the product you're going to get on the field but this murray wilson I'm struggling with that. And then he says, is that enough? Question mark. No, that's not enough, Shannon. Yeah, it's enough. But there's the thing. Murray, I don't know why everybody's so high up on Kyler Murray. Personally, it just looks like a kid running around, you know, making circus throws to DeAndre Hopkins sometimes. Like, he can't really see over the line. Um, you give Kirk Cousins an offensive coordinator like a Sean McVay, um, like a Zach Taylor, uh, I think he's better. Like, I think they're going to groom him to be better. You look at when Kirk Cousins was with Kevin O'Connell. Did pretty well. Now he has him back. And that's why I say that. Like, people are forgetting that Kirk Cousins played in a dictatorship. He played for a coach that did not visit him in the offensive meeting room. Um, definitely they started watching film together. But, I mean, I've heard comments from 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 offensive players that would say something like, oh, yeah, I don't really see him around. Like, why not? Oh, well, he's with the defense. So it's nothing wrong with that. It's not a knock. It's just saying it's the truth. Kirk Cousins hasn't had a coach sit in meetings with him, sit down next to him. Uh, Kevin O'Connell is going to be right there in the offensive meeting room with Kirk Cousins. He's going to even stop in the quarterback room every once in a while with Kirk Cousins. Like that's this is his baby. The offense is his baby. Mike Zimmer, his baby was defense. So we did that. But that's why Kevin O'Connell went out and got Ed get to Get a veteran DC so that I can relinquish it. Zimmer tried to do that with Gary Kubiak. He had it with uh, Shermer, and then he ended up giving uh, Clint Kubiak the job, which a lot of people question that. And so then you don't have that like that that veteran coach presence to say this is where I'm at. And so I say this, Sam. After Shannon Sharp did all that, now the quote t- tweets are at 500 quote tweets, um, and only 12 retweets. The biggest thing is the the comments. Like people are absolutely mur- absolutely murdering the comment section like they are all over this thing it's crazy how many comments and people love to quote tweet it cuz they want to say their quarterbacks and then get their friends to see it and respond you know some people want to say oh he's goofy he's this that's what i say man i can say normal smart stuff all the time i can be honest i've always said i don't i don't know if kirk cousins has the the true clutch gene that some of these top guys have but i think he can you know you can coach him up and we'll see if he can do it like at the end of the day you still have to make the play that's what i say I'm tired of, like, towing the line and being this, like, I'm going to be right here in the middle. I'm going to make sure I don't say anything crazy. I'm going to Skip Bayless this thing. Like, Skip Bayless says the dumbest stuff ever, and he's getting paid a lot of money to say it. So why wouldn't I? Stephen A. Smith jumps out there all the time and says stuff. It might not be the best. It might come back as controversial. People might question him, but they're talking about it. So why would I sit up there and do this when I can do that? and get this out of it. I get Ryan Clark, I get Shannon Sharp. I get all these people with blue check marks from all these different publications now commenting on the tweet, you know, saying whatever they wanna say. You can't say, I don't know football though. You can say whatever you want. You can't say, I don't know football. You can call me goofy. You can say, dude, are you high? You can say, were you drunk? Maybe, but you cannot say, I don't know football. And so I say that because I'm like, let's let this year play out. If Kirk Cousins sucks this year, and he's still making the same dump-offs when somebody's wide open, I'll go back. I'll say, you know what, man, I was wrong. Here's 10, or here's 12, or 15 quarterbacks, i take Kirk. But if Kirk comes out and kills it, and Kevin O'Connell gets lightning in a bottle like Zach Taylor got, like Matt LaFleur got, like uh, Sean McVay got, why not? He got it with Jared Goff. And so that's where I go with that. But I, I get Shannon. Like I said, you play with John Elway. Of course you don't think Kirk Cousins is elite. Like you play with, with John Elway, you know, that's like playing a Xbox or PlayStation and then going and playing with an Atari from 1980. Like you're going to be like, uh, it, I mean, I get it. It works. It's not this Xbox. Like that's where Shannon Sharp is, but also Shannon. And he just, he loves to do that. He's done that to me. Like I think once or twice now where he's just kind of flamed it up and, I'll check the next day, like you said, my mentions. And I have no idea what happened. And I look at the the originator of it. Because, again, I didn't know what had happened. I just saw the thing blowing up. And then I saw the quote tweet. Because you have to kind of, you know, you have to quote, you have to click some of them to see them. Then I'm like, all right. This, appreciate it, though. I'm saying, like, I, I'm glad he did it. Because he blew my tweet up. And so now, but that's why I'm going to defend it. Like, I, I look at Kirk Cousins' numbers. I could say he's ninth or tenth. But Kyler Murray... I'm not so, because that's the one that keeps getting thrown in there by everybody. I'm just not so that he's better than Kirk Cousins. Lamar Jackson, This system, you know, I don't know if he could sit back in a true path. I say he's not a quarterback. He's a quarterback. We're not playing that game. Like, that's that's dumb and antiquated. He's a quarterback. But he's a quarterback that needs a system to work with him. And that's where I think Kirk Cousins is. He needs a system that's going to work for him. Ryan Tannehill needed a system that worked for him. He found it in Tennessee. He needed a healthy dose of the run game, and then he can work into the pass game. I think Kirk Cousins needs to pass to run. I think Kirk Cousins needs to feel loved to succeed. I think Kirk Cousins needs a little push in the back to become like a guy that's going to take chances and understand if you make a mistake, hey, we're okay, man. We got a great defense. I tell my daughter's team all the time in softball, when when you're a pitcher and you got elite people behind you, you can just pitch. You don't have to think about, I got to strike every single girl out. I watched UCF this weekend go to 11 innings with Michigan. And that's what happened. When she realized Jada Cody and these girls were out there making plays behind her, she just relaxed and started pitching. Like Oklahoma, their pitcher's like, man, we're about to score 20 runs in this game. They put up 20 on Texas A&M. That's why I'm like, ah, I don't know if the Gophers wanted to get to that game to play the championship against Oklahoma. 20 to nothing in softball. That looked like a football score. 20 to nothing. If I'm a pitcher and I know I got these girls, Jocelyn Alo, and the rest of these girls hitting the ball like that, she had two home runs. I can just pitch because these girls are going to put runs up. That's where I think Kirk Cousins needs to get. He needs to get the confidence to say, if I make a mistake, it's not that big of a deal. My defense is going to help me out too. But Sam, I mean, what do you think about the weekend with, with Shannon Sharp and his tweet, man?
1: Man, I love your passion to defend this thing. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Uh, you know how I feel about it. Yeah, you think Kirk Cousins is the middle of the issue. road. I know it, yep. And and But on your birthday, I don't have an intention of raining on your parade entirely. I just want to point out the one stat that I keep going back to, the stat that comprehensively grades quarterback play, takes into account everything, sacks, turnovers, success rate, EPA. It lumps it all together. QBR. Kurt Cousins' QBR in his four years with the Vikings, 15th, 18th, 13th, 14th. That's, I all, I that. That's QBRs, all I got. But the QBRs.
0: this is the thing about QBR. One, was created by ESPN because they needed a stat. They needed something to talk about. The person that created it, it doesn't take into account the doors getting blown off by the offensive line, like running for your life, making mm-hmm. throws, play call. It doesn't take into account third and freaking 13, and you're going to run a screen. You know what I mean? Like, it's some, like it doesn't take into account some of the dumb stuff, and when I say screen, I don't mean like a cute, tricky. Screen. I mean like a everybody knows it's coming screen or a draw, you know, where the play gets blown up and now you're running with the ball because you get sacked because these 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 guys couldn't. I mean, you, one of your guys throws the lineman into you, and the play is not a screen; it's a pass, and he throws the guy, hits him in the back, and throws it by you. A lot of Vikings fans remember that play. I forgot which lineman it was, but it absolutely just threw. The guard into the the the, the uh, nose tackle into Kirk Cousins, like stepping on his foot and he falls. Like that's the stuff QBR doesn't always take into account. Uh, that's why I look at passer rating. He's one oh three. He was fourth last year. Like he, his passer rating has been good. His QBR maybe not, but his yards, his his conversions, you know, all that stuff. He's in those top ten categories. Explosive plays and explosive plus. He's up there. Oh, Kirk Cousins dumps the ball up. The man is top four in explosive plays 20 plus, 40 plus. So, yeah, I get it. It's apples and apples or apples and oranges, whatever you want to say tomato, tomato, potato, potato. We got to figure it out this season. He's got a new coach. I might be wrong. I can admit that. I've learned after 16 years of marriage, I might be wrong. Not a lot, but I might be. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll do it for the first episode uh, the first segment of the ron johnson show up next man we got my boy spice adams he wants to flame nick saban a little bit and he has a key word for nick saban he called nick saban something stick around for that key word because i like it i think that's where nick saban is at right now stay tuned up next on the ron johnson show if you enjoy the Ron Johnson show, you enjoy our other, other daily show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota Network. It's Superior Sports Talk with Eleven Sports Director Reggie Wilson and his co-host Luke Emman. Whether it's Twins, Vikings, Wolves, Wild, or Lynx, Reggie and Luke have it all covered with all the breaking news and the big opinions. Catch the show five days a week by subscribing to Locked On Sports Minnesota's YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast. And today. I mean, it's my birthday, so I got to bring my boy Spice Adams in to talk a little bit about college football. I mean, the guy was a college football player. Everybody who doesn't know that, everybody assumes he's just this comedian. Um, Before he was a comedian, though, he was my high school teammate. He was my friend. Uh, He was the guy that whatever team he ended up on, I never lost. Um, And that continues to this day. We can play any game you want. Pickleball, basketball, horse, you name it, I'm going to win it um but spice man i want to thank you for joining me again on the ron johnson show hey let's jump out there man so we've been texting back and forth you know past couple of days about this our group chat you know it's, it's the it's the it's the dopest group chat in the world i mean it's the <laughs> longest you know i think we got the most messages there's got to be a world record for number of messages we have <laughs> that one have not been leaked and two that we continue to stay strong. Because some group chats, you've been a part of them, they get stale, and then you get that one random message, you're like, man, all right, man, all right, cool. yeah uh, But this one, man, we we go hard, man. So we talked about Deion Sanders, Jimbo Fisher, and Nick Saban. And today, I'm going to give Nick Saban this is just due. He has time. He apologized for the words he said. Um, But it doesn't take it back. In your opinion, I mean, looking at NIL, which you could have done at Penn State, uh, Nick Saban's comments about cheating in Alabama for for the last couple of years have had the best recruiting class allegedly with you know doing it legally. Uh, like Shannon Sharp put out there as well, um, that you know who's going to come from California to Alabama for no reason. What are your thoughts on Nick Saban?
2: Well, first of all, let me just say happy birthday, my man. <laughs> uh, Thank you, fifty-two. <laughs> that is that that is awesome, man. I'm getting old, man. You can. Eat at Denny's, half off now. So that is commendable. Uh, but I think Nick Saban, he's a hater. <laughs> like, seriously, dog. Like, are you kidding me? This man was just in the Affleck commercial with Deion Sanders. You know who he is. Facts. You know what he do. You know what he about. He trying to get kids to come to his college just like you. So I don't think you should really – it's it's hard enough to get kids to go to an HBCU. And if you get a – if you get a three-star to go to an HBCU, you you jumping for joy, let alone a four- or five-star. So as soon as one comes to an HBCU, then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, Jackson State, they're doing this. Like, come on, man. Don't don't downplay what Deion Sanders is doing to try to get these kids to come to HBCU because you got to go through all types of hoops just to get a two and three star to go there. So for him to do that, that just that he should not have done that, man. And he 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 knows better. And Uh, I'm glad he apologized, but it's just like if you punch somebody in the stomach as hard as you can and you say, I'm sorry after that, that person's stomach is still going to hurt. So.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, so Jimbo Fisher is clearly hurt. He called him a narcissist. Uh, He said "Oh, he's going in. Yeah, he said he thinks he's God. He said, I'm not answering the phone when he calls or texts me. Screw you. (laughs) Um, Deion Sanders, you know, he, he didn't take the high roll, but he took the a different route you know dion is more loquacious uh he's more uh he's he's prime time you know he's gonna he's gonna get the box office jumping and so dion went the route of just explaining the facts and uh dion's facts which were agree with mine on the ron johnson show on friday morning before dion came out and said it i said on this show nick saban is doing that strictly for his recruit his uh but then also for his people, like his boosters, his president, his AD, he, that was for them. That was to say, hey, man, we got to open up this recruiting budget. Hey, you, I need you guys to go help me recruit. Uh, we need to redo the locker room for the fifth time since I've been here. I mean, he – and now this morning, Fox Sports, everybody, you know, uh, ESPN, every single – Shannon and Skip, everybody's saying what I said, which is, oh, wait, Nick Saban is calculated. This man is not stupid. It's like, you know, he's leading everybody into this trap of he's hurt. He's not hurt. Nick Saban's making $9 million. He don't care. Nick Saban knows he's got still the best team, one of the so, best teams. So why,
2: so why even say that
0: then? Because he wants more money. This, like, you know that, man. When you, when you rich, you still want to be richer. So when your team is the best, you still want to be the bestest. And so if you think about that, I mean, look at you. <laughs> look at you. Like, you got all this stuff for social media. You is can't it, stop. Is this
2: going to be a fat joke, Ron?
0: No, no, no. See, I wasn't going to do you're that. You're a fool, but you're still going to eat some chips. <laughs> You're still going to so, eat the pizza. You got, like, all these views, but you still going to put out another video the next day and then another video the next day and another video the next day. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to keep pushing. You're still going to call more and more companies to work with. You know what I mean? You're going to take more and more commercials. So that's where Saban is at. He's like, give me more. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, okay, I want another, you know, final four. But there's a the thing. He lost. If Nick Saban had won, I don't think we'd be here. Like, if Nick Saban had won, I think he would be content and say, you know what, I'm good. But the fact that Kirby's smart now is on his on his neck. And you got Texas A&M is coming after him now. Like, Nick Saban is scared. He's scared. And, and so, Spice, I say this to you. If Nick Saban, you know, you and Nick Saban were doing the Aflac commercial. Mm-hmm. And you guys, this just happened. He punched you in the stomach. He apologized for it. But now you got to show up on set to do the athletic commercial? Are you, I mean, I know you about your money, so you gonna do what you gotta do, but are you gonna give him the like, buddy, buddy behind the scenes? Or are you like, man, look, we just here for business. I want my check and then I'm out of here. I ain't got nothing to say to this dude.
2: Yeah, I can't fake the funk. <laughs> like, I'm just, I just gotta be real, bro. You know, like, how, how, how are you gonna say something like that? And then, you know, we just like, everything is all good after that because you apologize. Like, no man, you know, you shouldn't have said that. You know, if if he hadn't said anything, people are still going to come to Alabama. True. Like, like Shannon Sharp said, like you have people from California who's never even been to Alabama who wants to go to the school just because of they're winning. They're one of the hottest teams out there. Nick Saban is there. So you don't even have to do anything. It's a, it's a lot of times where he probably doesn't even have to do any recruiting. People are going to come there anyways. True. So like, I don't get like the message that you're trying to get out there, because at the end of the day, people are still gonna want to come to your school. So I don't. I, I, he lost me with that. One.
0: So and Travis Hunter is the kid they're talking about. Let's stick with Jackson State, uh, Texas A&M. I think they we know what they did. They're they're okay with it. They're they're boo- It's legal. So yep, we got money. We got oil money. You know, let's go out here and do this. Um, But Travis Hunter. Like Deion Sanders, I love Deion Sanders' quote. He said, man, I don't got to pay my people to come play for their people. And for people that don't understand what that means, it's like black football players for years have built up these white, historically, you know, or historically white colleges. You know, the Penn States, the Michigans, Michigan States, the Wisconsin, the Iowas, and have gotten not a lot for it. You know what I mean? They leave, great, you got a free education, you might have made it to the NFL, but after that, bye. You look at Travis Hunter, if he actually stays for three years before he hits to the NFL, and he turns it around where they're going to go undefeated, uh, he's playing both ways, receiver and DB, uh, you know, Deion Sanders is going to get him right because Deion can train him because it's legally his coach. He can train him in the offseason. He can train with him during the season, get him tip-top DB, you know, whatever, speed he has it. We saw him run track, kid's fast, and then he goes to the NFL. This is a kid that's going to become like – they're going to put a statue of Travis Hunter at Jackson state. Like he's going to like the NILs are going to come. And he even said, he said, man, why would I, Why? how could I get a million dollars and the school's budget is only 8 million, but I'm going to get a million. And why is my mom? And I think he says, mama, grandma is still like in a two or one bedroom house with like three kids. Like, mm-hmm. why would I let her still live there? So yeah. in your opinion, spice, like, do you see this now as H? You know Jackson State and and Dion. It's calculated on his part too to just kind of you know fire back about hey, look look what look what you're seeing as you're a commodity. I'm gonna love you, but you're a commodity to them. Do you think you're gonna see more top recruits now kind of join Travis Hunter and say let's let's go do something special?
2: Yeah, why not? I mean, it's a different day and age. Um, uh, a lot of these athletes. Um they, they get money thrown around to them all the time, whether you're in the pros or even if you're retired, you know. So why not make that money? You know, I, I remember Chris Weber was talking about him being starving and broke, and you walk past the the uh one of the uh the, the stores that, that sell your jerseys there,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: people are paying hundred dollars a jersey. And you get zero percent of that, and you're walking around there, and you can't even buy some. You can't even buy yourself something to eat. Somebody was nice enough to give you a car. You can't even put gas in it. You can't even go anywhere to get groceries. You got to wait for a whole nother week before your parents get paid so that they can send you some money. So it's a new day and age. Like these kids get the, these nils and. They deserve them. You know, you if somebody wants to pay you a million dollars for you to showcase their product and all you gotta do is post some stuff on Instagram or TikTok and all of that other type of stuff, that's 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 the world that we live in. And you just make the adjustment. So I'm I'm all for it, man. Cause I I know what it's like to be broke in college. I know what it's like to go to Red Lobster. And get a side Caesar salad for two dollars, and tell them to keep them Cheddar Bay biscuits coming. <laughs> and I want a water, and a and a lemon, and some uh sugar packet. <laughs> Make myself a lemonade there. You got to so get,
0: get six lemons so though. Get get $1. six lemon slices. You want six yeah. lemon slices and six packets of sugar. And a water. It is, oh, you want to eliminate No, 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 no. I want water. No six little no packets. is sure being
2: broke in college. And especially if you are the one person in your family to go to college. Like, nobody yeah. else can relate. You can't call home and be like, hey, da-da-da. Like, they, they, they won't even know what you're talking about.
0: Right. Yeah, man. So, you know, lastly, when you look at Nick Saban now, you know, he's now, I mean, everybody hates him. All the coaches hate him because he basically, it, it's like the unwritten rule in basketball. You know, we, we see a lot of basketball players who become hated because they're hurting players like Grayson Allen. You know, when you do <clears> dirty <throat> stuff to hurt players and, and players, you know, top players get hurt and they don't come back. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler gets his knee pulled uh, be, just because a guy was about to go by him in, in, a, in a game that you can't win, but you're going to hurt our star. Um, you, you're seeing more and more, Of that, where there's an unwritten rule baseball don't throw at my head, you know. Same with softball don't throw it, don't throw a pitch at her head. You can hit her in the back, shoulder, arm, whatever, brush off the plate, but not towards the head. Um, again, baseball don't celebrate my face, don't yell at me, uh, don't talk too close to me, don't look at me if I'm the umpire. Like that's that's a weird one. Um, but all these unwritten rules, and so now I feel like Nick Saban has crossed the line because at those coaches' meetings and those private meetings when coaches are discussing NILs, I think Nick Saban is going to be ostracized for a while. Uh, if you're Nick Saban, is there anything he can do to to kind of get his brethren back to say, hey, I, I really screwed up. I'm an old man yelling at the clouds. Uh, you know, can you guys forgive me?
2: Donate some money. Donate some time to HBCU. Do that. Specifically Jackson State. Go up there and make it right. You know, you come on. You you know what you got to do. I mean, we all grown men here. Put your money where your mouth is. Go do that. Do
0: well, that. You heard it there from Spice Adams. Nick Saban got to drop some money to Deion Sanders' campaign uh, just to and say, hey, time. man.
2: And some time.
0: Right. Because, I mean, they, they did bring up the budget of how big of a budget Saban has and then how small of a bu- bu- uh, budget Dion has. And Saban, yeah. honestly, he couldn't believe it. Travis Hunter, number one corner player, athlete in the country, did not want to come play for him. He wanted to go play for his athlete buddy, Deion. And honestly, I feel like that was a side holster clip, a bullet he's been sitting on for since the signing day, since Texas A&M became number one, since he lost to Georgia, and since Deion Sanders ended up getting Travis Hunter. I, I feel like that's a clip he was holding on to, just, just loading it up, like Kevin Garnett says. He got a couple of Uzis, he got a couple of pumps. He was loading it up because he was waiting for this day Because he's like, look, I've been telling my boosters, you got to go out here and do this. And they're not doing it. And so then that happens. And I'm glad I bought Spice Adams on. And the word he used for the day is hater. That's the word. And he knows because he married one. Like, that's it's my birthday. It's my show. So I'm glad I get to throw that out there. So when she watches this, (laughs) she will know. She is my nemesis, Mrs. Adams. She took my best friend away from me. And she is the biggest (laughs) hater there is next to Nick. Is Nick Saban? And then it's Andanika Adams, right there. (laughs) Hater one and hater number two. Up next, we got the daily three. That's three questions, three minutes. We'll be back after this. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want instant post-game reaction from insiders that cover your favorite sports teams? Check out our Locked On Sports Minnesota's podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Following every Twins, Vikings, Wild, or Wolves game, our Locked On team hosts are broadcasting live with team insiders like Kevin Gore for the Wild and Brandon Warren for the Twins. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to Locked On Sports Minnesota on YouTube. Well, we heard from Spice Adams. You heard what happened to my Twitter this weekend. Well, now it's time for segment i love that's the daily three
1: that's three questions three minutes each take it away sam comebacks galore on sunday afternoon one of them on a big golf stage one of them in kansas city involving the minnesota twins so the twins down 6-0 in the eighth inning they come back and win seven to six five runs in the eighth two in the ninth they sweep the kansas city royals in golf Justin Thomas, down seven strokes, entering the final round, storms back, goes to a playoff with Will Zalatoris, and wins in the playoff for his second career PGA Championship. Ron, I ask you, which comeback is more impressive, the Twins down sixth in the eighth, or Thomas down seven in the final round?
0: Um, so, So in golf, we know it's a game, like in that weather, first of all, That's that became mental. Like I think if it was nice, hot, sunny, you know, 80 degrees, you know, nice little breeze, great day out on the course where you can have a a, a iced tea lemonade, um, sit back, you know, greet the fans. But I saw people in winter coats. You saw players walking down the green, uh, the fairway. I mean, with with mittens on. I mean, it was miserable because I've played in the cold and I've quit. Um it sucks your hands are cold you're trying to figure out ways to stay warm you know you're blowing on them you're tr- the club is hard as a rock the ball is hard like it just doesn't compress in the cold like if you freeze a golf ball and try to hit it it might break I mean it can't compress completely when it's cold and that just changes everything you have to you know club up as they say you have to maybe hit it under the wind uh you saw a lot of like worm burners you saw a lot of guys trying to work balls and do different things that you don't see normally um you also see guys mentally breaking down um that was impressive the twins though that was just as impressive i mean baseball is not a game where when you go into the eighth and ninth innings down the seventh stretch song plays and you're down like that and mainly because it's so early in the season too a lot of teams just give up you know they put their second baseman in to come pitch finish the game out let's move on the twins are showing the resiliency that they're going to need down the stretch because we talked about this, the early report card, it's still looking great. Like these guys haven't faltered yet. And they made it without Buxton and Correa for a little bit. That was even more impressive. Um, You look at the pitchers, you know, solid five innings, you know, the the ERA they're not getting murdered. Where it's like, man, we need a pitcher. It's their pitchers are like, look, our bats are hot. We're doing just enough. Let's 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 hold off. We might give up some here, but if we can hold off and get through this with the next maybe three or four pitchers in the next couple of innings, you're gonna you're, each you're gonna pitch one inning or you're gonna get two innings. I mean, they're working that bullpen perfectly right now. But I gotta say, golf. I mean, honestly, when you when you see that, like in track, it reminds me of like the four by four, uh, you know, relay. And that last person gets the stick, maybe a hundred yards or a hundred meters behind. And they just kick it into gear and kill it. Somehow they catch up and make it a race at the end. That's what that felt like, you know, in, in that golf, like it, it, golf and not, nothing against golf. I love it, playing it, watching it. It's not a lot that makes it exciting. Like when Tiger played, it always was because if he was in striking distance, that was must see TV. The galleries were ridiculous. Every shot he takes, you see the heads turn like you know, like a dog chasing a, a a tennis ball. So I'm gonna go with
1: golf just because of the distance. The golf was exhilarating, it was super fun to watch the playoff. I think I actually lean baseball. The twins come back, and here's why. Because Thomas didn't need to make up all seven of those strokes himself. The mm-hmm. the leaders came back to him. Yeah. Mito Pereira hits the ball in the water on the 18th hole. They go to a playoff uh, with Zalatoris. But it's not like Thomas was, you know, shooting a 60. He right. shot a nice 67. He had a solid round on a tough day to play. Everybody else came back to him. Uh, the Twins had to make up every single run. They had to to score all seven of those to win that game. So I'm going to go Twins. Okay. Next question, the Timberwolves are in negotiations with Tim Connolly, the Denver Nuggets executive to be their new president of basketball operations. If they hire Connolly, Ron, what should his first move in that position be?
0: Well, first, I mean, he's got to look at the free agents out there. If, if D'Lo is the guy, like if you're really going to say Delo's the guy, go get him. Go do what you got to do to, to solidify this big three or small three, whatever you want to call it, two plus one. Um, and then look at the free agents, though. I mean, you got to look at the guys that possibly, I know some guys are unrestricted free agents. Some guys have a player option like John Ward, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Let's take him out of there. Bradley Bill, Kyrie Irving. I mean, Kyrie, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. Kyrie is sick of all the junk uh, with the Nets. Young coach and Chris Finch. Maybe Kyrie's ready to come win one with a big cat. Um. But then you have unrestricted free agents out there. Zach Levine, is it time for him to come back? Um, you know, what 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 do you put into this group? Is there a guy out there? Because looking at the rest of these names, uh, there's not a t- Tyus Jones. Can he yes. come be a true point guard? Um, so there are some that PJ Tucker, another you know, another brute force. You know, you have you add another Patrick Beverly, so they become the Bash brothers. Um, and, and PJ Tucker is a re- tremendous defender. I mean, you, and he's getting older though. So we, we gotta, we gotta admit that. I gotta be honest about that. 11 years in the league, he's getting old, uh, but he's not requiring that much money. He was only making seven mil last year. So he's a guy you can get in and be a true defender. He sees that the Timberwolves now as an up and coming team. Uh, you know, they, they've grown. So, I mean, I, if I am, I'm scouring this. Um, I mean, even like Dennis Schroeder. He doesn't give you a lot, but he does give you energy off the bench. Um, You know, Avery Bradley, 12th year. I don't know if that's one. Um, You know, I don't know about Javale McGee, but, I mean, he's cheap. It is his 15th year coming up. He's a guy that gives you energy off the bench. I don't know what he's going to give you though in year 15. So that's what I would look at. I would look at some of these guys. I mean, I think people forgot uh, how good, like, Marvin Bagley Jr. was supposed to be. Um, there's a lot of guys out there that you can add that might fit into this Timberwolves puzzle. That's number one. So figuring out the D'Lo situation and then scouring this list of guys because no longer do you need a true point guard anymore. You can get away with Zach Levine pushing up the ball or uh, Anthony Edwards and those two just being guards. You don't need a point. Now you got two explosive guards with Carl Anthony Towns, two shooters with Carl Anthony Towns. Now Delo is a shooter, but he's not a true point guard. So what are you getting out of that? Tyus Jones is a true facilitator. His plus-minus when he's on the court was the best, one of the best in the NBA. So do you bring him back home now? Is it time for him to come run the Timberwolves? I mean, that's that's his childhood dream. So they drafted him. Didn't, he didn't get to run the team at that point, moved on. Does a great thing. He's a Memphis behind John Morant. Is it time for him to have his own team now? Is it time for him to take over D'Lo's role and become a true point guard and let Anthony Edwards and Carlton D. Towns go get you some points? And then when it's time for Tyus to score, we know he can do it because he's done it at Duke. He's done it at Apple Valley High School. So – Hey, that, that's what I do.
1: Yeah, and the only way that you're taking on either of those guys is if you get rid of the Russell salary. That's the Correct. only way. It, and, so and that's why best, so you got to figure that out. Yeah, the best case scenario, I think, is if you could find some way, and I don't think it's likely, mm-hmm. to trade Russell for picks, so then you got the money, and then you put the money into a player like a Levine or a Jones. I would love to bring either one of them back. It would be amazing. I love Levine. He'd be a much better fit. Uh, than Russell, I think. And then and Jones too. I mean, we've seen what Jones can do. Like the the plus minus when he was on the floor in that series was incredible. He's a defender, he's a facilitator, he's a shooter. I love Tyus Jones. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of the NBA, uh, we've got a couple series that are that are getting a little lopsided. I know the uh the the Warriors Mavs, it might be over 3 0 Warriors. It's two one heat after the Heat steal one on the road against Boston. So, I ask you, Ron, can either the Mavs or the Celtics come back?
0: yeah, the Celtics, for sure, because Jimmy Butler now um I talked about it earlier the 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 unwritten rule in basketball don't hurt guys like you can go make big you know like we looked at the 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 big hit on uh Gary Payton, you know when he got hit, and he broke his arm uh you don't do that kind of stuff, you know you don't purposely do stuff that can injure a guy, especially a guy that's trying to make money, um which is every guy, but you know you don't hurt guys. Period. Like that's just a thing. Like, but 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 especially guys that like you know their stories. They bounce around the league, and all of a sudden, because you are in a moment, you just swipe and take them out, um, pulling Jimmy Butler's leg at that point. What was the point of that? Like that was that was a that was a that was a, that was a Grayson Levine move there. That was dirty. Um, so yes, the Celtics can because we've seen what Jason Tatum can do. They're only one game back, so they win one tonight. Um, is it tonight or Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Um, they no, it is today. Tonight, seven thirty tonight. Yeah, yeah, so they win yeah. tonight. And then they have Game 5 on uh, Wednesday, the 25th, and then Friday is uh, Game 6. So you win one tonight, it's 2-2. You do got to go back to Miami for Game 5, and then you get it back home for Game 6. So I think that's where they want to push it. You go down 3-1, it could be over in Miami uh, on Wednesday. So I, I know they want to push that Game 6 to get it back home. Even though they don't have home home court, they want to push it to a Game 7. So Miami and Heat is not over, and Jimmy Butler's injury is not great for them. Uh, whereas the Warriors, it's done. Like Luca's done. Yes, he keeps giving you 40 points. Uh he's he's a ridiculous highlight, but he's done. And Wiggins, I mean, it didn't count. I think they gave him an offensive foul on that when he when he dunked on Luca, but my goodness, like Wiggins has gone back to Kansas Wiggins. Like he's Kansas Wiggins. He's comfortable. He's pulling up, stop and pop. He's giving them 19 21 points, you know, in certain games. He's I mean, he's just the energy. He's taking off from the dotted, punching it in Luca's face, like that's and he doesn't like get excited. That's what I love about Wiggins. Like he dunks and he just kind of looks around, like oh, did I just do that? Like he's so aloof, you know, with his game. But in his, I know, you know, part of it too is like he doesn't have that confidence that he had at Kansas. You know, he had lost it in Minnesota. People didn't trust him. Jimmy Butler beat him down, and now he's getting it back with the nurturing Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. So it's over for the Warriors. I picked the Warriors to the Heat. So half of my half of my picks are in, uh, but the Heat, Celtics, yeah, it's still a ball game.
1: It feels like we're headed for another former Timberwolf to hoist the trophy because Garnett gets traded, wins with Boston. Kevin Love gets traded, wins with Cleveland. And now Wiggins and Butler both, they could be facing each other in the finals. One of them has to win. Um, just more former Wolves going and having success outside of Minnesota.
0: Yeah, and if Boston wins, KG's going to be there to celebrate. So then Minnesota fans still aren't going to be happy. So (laughs) (laughs) either way, either way you slice it up because Mavs aren't in. Any of the three teams, Timberwolves fans won't be happy because KG's going to be out there with Paul Pierce. And and I don't know about – I think they accepted Ray Allen back, but, you know, Perkins is going to be there. Um, Yeah. And, and Rondo probably will show up for the finals. I mean, the Stars show up. But KG is going to show up for one of those games. And then Minnesota fans will still be mad. Like, why hasn't A-Rod accepted KG back? Why haven't they put him put his number up? Why did not they give him a spot on the bench? You know, all this stuff. So, yeah, it, it is what it is. But I want to thank everybody for joining me today on the Ron Johnson Show. It is my birthday. So, looking forward to the rest of the day of doing absolutely nothing. Like, I'm going to relax. I'm just going to hang out and get some rest. Uh, but please go back and watch the Spice Adams interview. Uh, He has some great things to say about NILs and Nick Saban, and and I think some things that we can all learn from. Uh, Don't be a hater, but check it out. Uh, But make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sports Minnesota on our YouTube channel. You can search The Ron Johnson Show, and you can download and take us wherever you want, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.